Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's largest mortgage lender. Let's talk credit card debt for a minute. If you feel you're carrying too much of it, you're not alone. The average household in the U.S. carries over $8,000 in credit card debt. Ready for some good news? With a cash-out refinance from Quicken Loans, you can quickly and easily put some of the equity in your home to good use by paying off a lot of that high-interest credit card debt. A great way to take cash out is with our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.08%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN to learn how taking cash out with a 30-year fixed mortgage might be the right solution for you. And for a record nine years in a row, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 1.25% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number Live again is Will's Take on Sports. I am the host, Will Walker. Thank you for taking the time this morning to listen to this podcast. If you're going to listen to it on demand, I really appreciate that. Also, here on Anchor.com, AnchorFM.com, really appreciate it. To all those who follow the show and been a loyal listener, congratulations to the Washington Nationals. They are the World Series champion of 2019, Steven Strasburg voted MVP. There's a, uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, Steven Strasburg and Kawhi Leonard attended the same college, San Diego State. So San Diego State Aztecs have the World Series MVP and the NBA Finals MVP as alums. Congratulations. Again, to the Washington Nationals, they also joined the Washington Mystics, giving the nation's capital a winner. Unbelievable. Hey, nobody won. There's no place like home. Fight all year to get that home court or get that home field advantage, and it doesn't pay off in the World Series. Houston, 107 wins. Can't say it was a disappointment. They just got beat by a better team that was making a better run in the postseason. The Nationals got rid of the favorite Dodgers, went on to win uh, that playoff round. They got in by, you know, the playoff, won at home, beat the Dodgers, then beat the Cardinals, and then beat the favorite, the heavily favorite at that going into this World Series, Houston Astros. Today is that thing they call Halloween. So, 1031, I call it Halloween NCAA. I know the Nationals won, and I know it was a big deal in regards to the World Series, but I want to talk about what the NCAA, uh, this stupid rule that they passed down, or that they're proposing anyway. California, if you don't know, came out with something similar to this um, previously. The NCAA condemned them, but now they're on 
uh, they're going to go ahead and adapt uh, a rule. It's basically where the players, the college athletes can get paid for their name, their likeness, or their image, or whatever. This has not a goddamn thing to do with um, athletes getting paid. This is this is some serious bullshit. That's what it is. It's some serious bullshit that they're proposing. It is not a legit. They, these kids need to get paid. That's a daggone job they're doing. They're doing a job. And they should get paid for doing a job. I get all that. And for those of you who are on that notion that, hey, all the full scholarship stuff and all of that. I'm not. I don't agree with that at all. These schools are making millions of dollars off the backs of um, free labor. That's basically what it is. There's a there was a report, uh, financial report that I'm going to use a, a school that I, I know pretty much about Florida State. I'm not a Florida State fan, but I did work at Florida State. And I've seen how hard the student athletes work in regard to the football program and the basketball program and even the baseball program. Anyway, Florida State probably has generated in 2018 over 200 over 150 million dollars. You know, the average tuition cost to go to Florida State for an in-state kid from the state of Florida is like under ten thousand dollars. That's not even that's what I'm saying. It's not even fair. These kids should get something because that's like a damn job they're doing. They, I mean, I'm so serious. If you talk to any student, anybody that knows anything about college athletics, it is run like almost almost like a pro program, especially at the division one level. These kids should get something for it. And this rule doesn't help all the kids. It only is going to help those kids that are stars. And that's basically that's basically. Uh, really generated towards their highest, uh, the one that makes the most revenue, which is college football. Every now and then, you may get a college basketball player or another student athlete in another sport that may pop and may get interest in that particular sport. I'm going to give an example like Zion Williamson last season. He probably could have benefited greatly as much money he generated towards Duke. But the rest of those kids that was that's on that Duke roster, hell no. Not even close. They wouldn't have been able to get nothing, but yet, yet and behold, they still got to attend all the uh, activities or all the practices and study, study, uh, study halls, film sessions, uh, weightlifting, everything that comes with uh, in a top flight basketball program or a top flight college football program. So to me, this this new rule is just a bunch of bullshit. That's what it is. It, it's nothing real. It, it is seriously nothing real whatsoever. This is one of them type of situations where you just look at it and say, are y'all serious? And this is, <laughs> this is what it is. That's what it is. Trick or fucking treat. That's what it is. And this is a damn trick. This is a trick by the NCAA. To kind of get everybody to quiet down on the noise that these kids should get, should get paid in some way, form, or fashion. And that's one of the things I really want to just basically just hype on in regards to this podcast and talk about. Because I've been hearing it for the longest. But for the, for the like I said, for the top athletes, like in this case this year, or Jalen Hurts at Oklahoma or that Lawrence kid that's at Clemson. Yeah, they, they could benefit greatly from this because... You know, they are the, they're the top players. They're being hyped the most. But for the rest of these kids, no soup for you. No soup for you. And what I mean by that, nothing. 
just just enjoy this free room and board. That's basically what a scholarship, but really, and and, and uh, paying for your education, and for the hours, oh, yeah, well, that's something. Go to hell, get the kids, pay the kids, pay them. That that's what they should do. All right, something else that happened. Oh man, Steph Curry broke his hand last night. Well, Warriors can uh, get ready for the twenty twenty, uh, two thousand and twenty and the two thousand and twenty one season because this season is done. No Clay, no Steph. Oof. They may get the first pick. They they may get the first pick in the NBA draft next year. This is that was really unfortunate what happened to him. They were already struggling, you know, even with the two time MVP. Now he's not available. So it's D'Angelo Russell and Draymond Green. People are gonna take great pride in blowing the Warriors out. I'm telling you, these players are gonna really give it to the Warriors. They're going to give them the business. It's going to be ugly. It ain't going to be pretty. None whatsoever. I want to talk about something else. Uh, uh, the NFL trade trade deadline came and gone. It's out of here. And uh, the Dallas Cowboys tried to trade for Jamal Adams. Okay, it didn't happen. And then Jamal Adams went to that number one news source in America right now, Twitter. And he just he just let loose. He vented. You know what I'm saying? He wants he says he wants to be a jet. He had a conversation with the GM and but the GM still tried to trade him and the GM said, No, nah, I was just listening to offers. Whatever, I think they were trying to trade him. But why would you want to be a jet, Jamal Adams? That's my question. Your quarterback, see, I mean, for real. And and this is in in honor in the Halloween, what I'm getting ready to say. The quarterback sees dead people. They had him mic'd up in the game. You say you see ghosts. Got a defensive coordinator who once put out bounty hits on players. The Jets are a fucking mess. That's what they are. Your quarter, I mean, it's just bad. And they haven't been relevant since Joe Namath was the quarterback. And, yeah, I, I despise the Jets. I'm a Miami Dolphins fan. So there's probably some uh, true gee. I, I guess I could be happy that the Jets are a mess, but I don't want the Jets to succeed in nothing. I just do not like the Jets. But I'm trying to tell you, if he went to the Cowboys, it, it would have been great. They would have increased their chances to to making the playoffs or and making a serious Super, Super Bowl run. You know, I got to say, Jerry Jones is doing everything he He's doing everything he can to win a Super Bowl. He is. Jerry wants another Super Bowl so bad. He wants that Lombardi about as bad as the Democrats want to impeach Trump. I'm serious. That Jerry Jones is doing everything, everything he can to, to stack his roster with talent. And then on top of that, if he'd got Jamal Adams, he's still on a rookie deal just like his quarterback, Dak Prescott. So he would have got him for the low two. And a, and a very and he's a very good uh and he's a, a, a good talented kid also. That's another thing that's been aggravating the hell out of me um in regards to this conversation with uh a possibility of what uh that LeBron James could be considered the greatest of all, greatest of all time, if he uh, wins the NBA title this season, are they serious with that bullshit? They got they got to be kidding me. Listen, LeBron James will never, in my opinion, be considered for the greatest of all time. That's Michael Jordan. He's in that neighborhood, locked away by himself. 
LeBron just can keep riding by that neighborhood, but he won't be in that, that greatest of all time neighborhood. LeBron's not even better than Kobe, in my opinion. And for those of you who don't agree with it, oh, well, that's your problem. But I don't, I just don't see it. I don't care if he, I don't care if LeBron wins the title this season, he beats Kawhi, gets revenge against Kawhi, because the Clippers are the better team. Cause they and, and then he goes on to win it again next year to get five to tie to tie Kobe because he has three. So if he wins the next two, he'll he'll have five. He beats Kawhi this year, then he beats KD next year or Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. And speaking of Joel Embiid, that that that's cat fight <laughs> that happened between him and Big Cat Carl Anthony Towns. It was hilarious to me because I was watching that thing live and I started laughing because Joel Embiid was just talking trash the entire game. He just I guess Carl Anthony Towns just had enough, and they decided to wrestle to the floor. Looked like Ben Simmons was choking that dude, but he didn't get ejected out of that game. Looked like he was. I don't know. Maybe uh, for some reason he didn't he didn't get ejected. But back to this greatest of all time uh, crowd, and and I don't understand how it could even be possible. LeBron lost six NBA Finals. Michael Jordan lost none. He lost zero. Didn't even go to a game seven. LeBron's lost six. And then there's, uh, and then, like I said, he's not even better than Kobe. Me, Kobe's only lost twice, and he's a five-time champion. Hell, Tim Duncan is a five-time champion. And he only lost one NBA Finals. LeBron is extremely talented. And the size-speed combo we saw when this cat was in his prime was legit. He, I mean, he is the greatest player in his generation. But of all time? Nah, I can't see it. That's just my opinion in regards to that. And, I, and they TV personalities, they, boy, I tell you, they, especially sports TV personality, there's one in particular, I swear, he got LeBron pom-poms everywhere. And LeBron, LeBron can't do no wrong in his eyes. But I'm, and you can think this is hate by me on LeBron, but I'm not hating on him. I just don't think he should. he could be in that conversation with Jordan. I don't think there ever will be another Michael Jordan. In regards to what Jordan was able to do, I know one thing that doggone James Harden can score 59 points last night. But the, the Houston Rockets play zero defense. That game between the Houston Rockets and the Washington Wizards last night combined for 317 points between the two teams 159, 158 Rockets. And the Rock, <laughs> and that game did not go to overtime, it was, in, it was all within the 48 minutes. Of regulation, three hundred and seventeen points. Hell, Bradley Beal had forty six points in that game. James Harden had fifty nine. Possibility of sixty. He missed the free throw at the end. I'm so glad the NBA back. And I know one thing. I'm so grateful for the Miami Heat boy. That boy James Butler came. Jimmy Butler came back, and he he made my Miami Heat. Well, I'm so thankful for the Miami Heat. I'm thankful for Jimmy Butler for signing with the Heat. I'm thankful for that. Uh, Pat Riley for running a top-notch organization. I'm thankful that Bam out of Bios making improvement. I'm thankful that Tyler Hero is showing that he can shoot, looking like the steal of the draft so far. Given the fact that I am um, from Miami and I root for all Miami teams and the Dolphins and the Hurricanes stink, the Miami Heat look competitive. Now, will they win a title? I don't think so, but they do look competitive. I'm so thankful for that. Woo! Glad for basketball season. Because football season has not been kind to me one bit at all. God, woo. Boy, the heat look good. 
they look solid. They got another game here, uh, t- uh, a back-to-back against the Hawks. Unfortunate for Trey Young, what happened to that dude? You know what I'm saying? Twist his ankle in the last game with the Heat. But they get a chance, you know, they play tonight here in Atlanta. So that should be interesting. Uh, he could keep, he could make some noise because the East is not that strong. The Boston Celtics don't have anything inside. Don't have a big at all. None. Got great. I said this in my NBA preview show. They got a lot of perimeter players. They got nobody on the inside. Nothing. That can, that, 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 that's, I, that, they're just not good. They're not good at all. And the Milwaukee Bucks, whoa. Yeah, that kid is hard to stop. Giannis, the Greek freak. He is. That size, his strength, and his athleticism, yeah. But, man, that cat shot two air balls in a game last night. Unbelievable. Utah Jazz was able to beat uh, – the Clippers without Kawhi. Nothing surprising there. The Jazz should be there. The Jazz, I'm talking about the West. The Jazz should be there. The Nuggets should be there. Unfortunately for Portland, they don't have any bigs right now. Hassan Whiteside went down last night. Dallas should be there. All those teams should be there with the Lakers and the Clippers. It's going to be really interesting how the playoffs go. because it's going to And then even the regular season because it's going to be tough. It's not going to be easy. Everybody's jumping up and down about that. That show that Anthony Davis put on um, the other night. 40 points, 20 rebounds. The cat shot 27 free throws. He shot 27 free throws. I, I, I don't know. I, I, got, I got a conspiracy about it, but I'm gonna, I mean, it's still early in the season, but it sure looks like not only do. LeBron want him to win the MVP. Looks like the NBA wants him to win the MVP also. 27 free throws. You can't, that, that, that's so lopsided, it's ridiculous. But I'm not going to be on no conspiracy bullshit. I just think that's just lopsided. That's just my thoughts on it. It's interesting. The NFL, we got going on this week. Uh, got some games that I'm going to be looking at. I'm going to get into my picks here very shortly. Um, everybody's jumping on the Miami Dolphins for tanking. Everybody. Uh, I mean, and I, and I, and I kind of think I understand from a former athlete standpoint um, their argument. I, I, can, I, I think I kind of understand it a little bit, but from this fan's standpoint, the Miami Dolphins have been average for years, for years. Even, I mean, seriously, they haven't really been able to, to uh, compete for a Super Bowl with that other, with the, with, with the way they've been playing since Dan Marino retired. So if, you're, if the Dolphins are trying to develop youth, get rid of high salaries, I don't think it has anything to do uh, with them looking at the draft because there's no guarantees in the draft that as it is although that boy chase young that's up in ohio state does look like a player but there's no guarantees in the draft but what the dolphins are trying to do it looks like they're trying to develop their young players and they got rid of some salaries and they got rid of some assets that can help them 
you know, build for the future. But again, there's no guarantees in the draft. There's none. But I will address this, what I saw in that game against Pittsburgh. 30-25, right before the half, and the Dolphins run an all-out blitz. And I saw the tweet that came out about the Dolphins that with a big tank on there. That's the tanking defense. It was strange as hell. I, I mean, it's, it's been talked about, and it is that was a weird-ass defense. That was a weird call, weird defense. It's just inter- it's not even interesting what the Dolphins are doing. I'm not even gonna say that. It was, that just was strange as hell. Again, that was even before. That's just the week of Halloween, so maybe that's what it is. I, I don't know. Just some weird crap that they did in regards to that play. And like I said, I, I I'm on the record of saying what the Dolphins are doing. It sucks as a fan for rooting interest, but. The Dolphins have been mediocre for years. You might as well be bad. Like I said, the system re- the system gives you a chance to get better when you are terrible, when you are not a very good team. It gives you an opportunity to improve in the draft. Again, the draft isn't guaranteed, but that's what the system is set up to do. So, if you want that, if you want the tank and crap to stop, get rid of the damn draft. It's that simple. You make an owner compete. You make the GM compete or you make the organization compete. If you don't have that draft, they can't improve by being bad and getting high draft picks in the year before. And they have to be able to, in order, you know, hey, everybody's in, in uh, competition for the top college players coming out, whether they have a good record or a losing record. I bet you all that tanking crap will stop. That mess will go the hell away. It wouldn't happen. All right, you know what I do every single week. I want to get into this in regards to my picks. And here we go. Going to start out with the Miami Hurricanes going to Tallahassee to play Florida State. I am a Miami Hurricanes fan. I'm just going to reiterate that. This game here, I I actually had Florida State winning this game uh, up until yesterday. The Florida State running back ran his mouth and said he guaranteed a win. So now I'm going to go ahead and say that the Canes are going to win. I think this will be the worst played game uh, in the history of this of, of this rivalry. This is it's, these two teams are just piss poor. They're not good at all. But again, it's going to draw interest from around the country. Hence why it's being played on the national TV network ABC is because Miami and Florida State move the needle. That's all. But as far as quality play, oh, hell no. It ain't even going to be close. So I'm going to go ahead and be a homer and root and say that my Miami Hurricanes will win. And a, there's a fan that uh, someone I know that addressed me in regards to saying that both team, that both of these teams are trash. And they were like, no, that's not true. They're not both trash. I mean, we're bad, but we're not as bad as Miami. And my response was, I don't give a damn if it's a hefty bag or if it's a tall kitchen bag, they're both trash. Don't matter whether you hold your trash in a tall kitchen bag or you hold your trash for uh, you, uh, a hefty bag for the yard, picking up trash in the yard. They're both trash. That's what Miami and Florida State are. Garbage teams. Not very good right now. Two teams that are battling for a chance to uh, get the right to play in the SEC title and then go on to the bowl playoff will be Georgia versus Florida. This will be, they call this thing the world's largest cocktail party. Really interesting. 
That's an interesting name for it. Anyway, this game has been played in Jacksonville. It's going to be played uh, in Jacksonville. It's been played in Jacksonville, Florida since 1933. That's the, you know, Jacksonville's in the heart of the Bible Belt. It's going to be real interesting. You know, time go back this week. So, all that, you know, the alcohol is going to flow. One of these people going to be able to get up and go to church early. After all that alcohol flowing. Like I said, this is the Bible Belt. Anyway, I digress. Uh, going on to this game, Georgia doesn't have any playmakers at wide receiver. Florida has a decent defense. Florida on offense. Dan Mullen has shown that he can be creative and get away for his uh, backup quarterback to uh, make plays and his offense to make plays. But Georgia is pretty decent on defense. Listen, I picked Georgia to win the national title this year in my preseason picks for college football. But I'm going to go ahead and just try to told you, I really think that this will be all predicated on the fact that I think Florida is the better team. And I'm not going to back off my pick about Georgia winning the national title. I'm just, I mean, I'm going to be a man of my words. They win great. Makes me look good as far as my preseason prediction. But in for this game, I just think the Gators will be able to pull the upset. Uh, I don't think it's really an upset. I just think the Gators will be able to go ahead and win. So, um, that's my pick for that. All right. The next game, SMU at Memphis. Effort S. SMU is undefeated. Memphis is 7-1. They said this is the highest. They're ranked number 16 in the country, uh, SMU. This is the highest they've been ranked since 1985. And then shortly thereafter, because of all the cheating that they were doing, and uh, the NCAA came down and handed them the death penalty, which means that they canceled their football program. So it's taking this team 34 years to get back to where they were, where they were trying to be... Uh, Back in the early 80s, mid to mid 80s. Anyway, in regards to this game, SMU is playing for an opportunity to get a big payday. And a big payday comes in the form of being able to play on in a New Year's Day bowl game. And if they get and if they get that opportunity, my bad. No, we don't want to do that. But if they get the if they keep on doing what they're doing, uh, they'll get that opportunity to get that big payday. This is gonna be a huge game for them. Memphis is a solid team. Um, they're they're just a hair or a um, controversial call from being undefeated um, also, but they did lose. And in regards to this game, I'm going to go ahead and say that the Memphis that that Memphis, the Memphis Tigers will be able to win and beat uh, SMU. So SMU, you won't get the opportunity to play in the New Year's Day Bowl. Anyway, all right, on to the end of F and L. Minnesota Vikings at Kansas City. Uh, Minnesota is on a four-game win streak, and Kansas City has lost four of their last uh, three of their last four games at home. You know, again, Patrick may, Patrick the, uh, the MVP Patrick Mahomes. He may play, he may not play. He did not. Uh, he had that same status last week, and he didn't play. So, uh, this is a tough game, really, uh, for Kansas City. They were able to hang in there against Green Bay last Sunday night, but Green Bay is, has a hard time stopping the run. The Vikings defense ain't is is very stout against the run. And Matt Moore's the quarterback. They're going with their backup. I don't see them being there to hang in there. And plus, Kansas City's defense is just really horrible. It's really bad. Um the NFL's leading rusher is Dalvin Cook from the three zero five. Uh he should be able to have a outstanding day against that Kansas City defense. Again, Kansas City is very bad. On defense, no Mahomes and a bad defense equals a Vikings win for me. 
All right, the Indianapolis Colts at the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Colts are 5-2, and two, and they're leading the AFC South Division. The Steelers were able to beat the Dolphins on Monday night. Whip the damn dude. The Dolphins are just not that damn good, but they are in second place in the AFC North. Which is, and if you're a Steelers fan, there's nothing to jump up and down about that because that's more of an indictment on how inept the Cleveland Browns have been given all the preseason hype they had coming into this NFL season. But three and four are the Steelers. They're one get they're in second place and they're right. They're two games behind uh, Baltimore. Baltimore loses at New England. They win this game. They're one game back. The Steelers' offensive line is absolutely garbage. Also, their offensive line isn't good. Um, the the quarterback Mason Rudolph didn't show me anything against the Dolphins. The Dolphins just didn't have any pass rush, and this Colts team does. They have a pass rush. They have a very good front seven. Um, James Conner may play. He may not play for the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's not going to matter. I think the Colts go in there and absolutely mollywop the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think they go in there and handle their business and stay atop um, the AFC South and, uh, and keep pushing the Steelers down, down, down towards the top of that draft. more down they are in the, in the regular season standings with a with a bad record, the higher their draft pick is, and the Miami Dolphins have their number one pick. Okay, I got rooting interest, but that's what it is. All right, guys, I want to thank you so much for taking the opportunity to download and listen to my show. I really appreciate it. I'm getting ready to get the heck up out of here. It is time to say goodbye. But I want to thank you again for, uh, again, download, listen to the show, anchor on anchorfm.com, and also any, uh, we're almost on all the platforms that you can listen to, uh, listen to a podcast on, be it Spotify, be it Google Play, Google Play Podcast for Android users, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, um, Our Heart Radio, wherever you can, uh, even YouTube. And also, if you see the show on uh, Twitter and Instagram, um, you can follow the show. It's WWS underscore sports show. Follow the show. Also on Anchor FM. Go ahead and make us a favorite so you can follow the show and know when there is a new episode coming. You'll get an alert and everything like that. Also, if you see the show on Facebook, Will's Take on Sports, just go ahead and click that like button. I close this show the same way every single week. Say a prayer for somebody because prayer changes things. I'll holler at you. Be safe over the weekend. You'll hear from me again on Sunday. Be easy. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's largest mortgage lender. Let's talk credit card debt for a minute. If you feel you're carrying too much of it, you're not alone. The average household in the U.S. carries over $8,000 in credit card debt. Ready for some good news? With a cash-out refinance from Quicken Loans, you can quickly and easily put some of the equity in your home to good use by paying off a lot of that high-interest credit card debt. A great way to take cash out is with our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.08%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN to learn how taking cash out with a 30-year fixed mortgage might be the right solution for you. And for a record nine years in a row, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. 
Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 1.25% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Hiring you as our wedding planner was a huge mistake. Ma'am, I told you there is nothing I can do about your fiancé's dance moves. No! The wedding venue and catering bundle. You should have warned me it would be like, whatever this is. But you wanted this lovely barn setting. So rustic. So many lace doilies. Look at all the mason jars. Yeah, I really didn't think the farm animals would be in the barn during the wedding. Don't worry. They won't be here long. Did you order the beef or the chicken? Stuck in a bad bundle? Get a great one. Bundle AT&T Fiber and DirecTV and get a $100 reward card. Requires 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements. Redemption required. Limited availability. May not be in your area. See if you qualify at att.com slash bundle. AT&T. More for your thing. That's our thing. Subject to change. New approved customers. Requires qualifying TV package. Minimum $49.99 a month for 12 months after discounts. Price higher in second year. And internet 25 megs or higher. Minimum $40 a month. Equipment lease early termination. Equipment non-return. Taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Call or visit att.com for full details.